Welcome to Eagle Nation. Don't forget to join us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter so you never miss an episode. Oh, we take the cats on this Sunday at Adelaide Oval, 11, 10 a.m. Yeah, you heard me right. We're part of the gather round, so we don't mind playing at this ground. So it's going to be good. It's better, better than, than the cattery. It's better than this, you know. Sorry, what was that? 3.20 Sunday? No, no. no il- oh. <laughs> Yeah, eleven ten. Say, don't sleep in, kitties. <laughs> it's an early time, but uh, that's Western Standard Time, of course. Um, welcome to my co-host, Dan and Wayne. Yep, good, good to be you. here. Good to see you, mate. Uh, uh, like we said, we pre-record this before uh, the teams come out, so more a pred- prediction with us. But it's not going to be too hard with these two teams that we're playing. Uh, thanks to Timer uh, Plus Fitness, Cibaco, Hillary's, and Jindal up for being our sponsor. Jumping on board, get down there. Telling me from Eagle Nation, you'll whip you into shape. Head to head, boys. Eagles twenty-seven, Geelong twenty-nine. Now Geelong have won the last four of the last fives. And this is by the amount of points overall, 85, 18, 97 and 20. And the only time we've won was in round nine, 2020, when we won by nine points. <coughs> I went to that game as uh, Kenny kicked three in the last quarter or something and we got over the top of from memory. The biggest wins, can you remember when the Eagles had the biggest win against Geelong? Was the grand final? You, you should do. 94? 94 or 90? Yeah, 94, 94 grand final, 80 points. So... I don't mind that. What yeah. a time to have your biggest win against a team. The biggest win for the Cats against Eagles is 135 points. Mm. Would you want to have a guess where that was? 2008 at Skill Stadium. Subiaco. Yeah, Subiaco. Really? They belted us. Was it around that time when they yeah, were around right? 13, 2008. Yeah. Now, I would have thought when I first saw that, geez, we must have got smashed at, cat- at the Cattery. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I've gone back and had a look at the uh, results on that and all the stats, and yeah, we were pumped. We were pumped good. So it's amazing if you're good enough, you can win anywhere. So we're at again Adelaide Oval. Well, I think we won 13, only lost nine. So I think we got the best record other than Adelaide and Port Adelaide at the ground. It's very similar to our ground, Adelaide Oval. It's, it's wide. It's um, it's not as it's not certainly it's a lot wider than Cardinia Park. That's for sure. Or whatever they call it these days. Yeah, it's so, very narrow and it's yeah, cold. Yeah, and it's a shit ass place. So I think, uh, yeah, I reckon um, look, <laughs> we can only go as good as we can go, but at least we've got it on a good ground and we'll have a good chance. It was only a couple of years ago. Statistically, we had the best winning percentage on that over out of any club, including the Adelaide team. Yeah. So, yeah, you'd much rather play there than down at uh, Alphabet Stadium. I know that much. Well, gather around. Every team's playing in South Australia. It could be WA next year. So be interesting how they they spin this. Um, it has to be somewhere different than Victoria. You, you get too many games in Victoria yeah. anyway, right? So this is not having a go at Victorian people or, you know, they get a lot of football. So yeah. we get the one game a week. South Australia get the one game a week. So I think they need to push it around to WA, Queensland, even Sydney. Um the grounds are there. Look, head-to-head in the stats that matter in their uh, squad breakdown, they're obviously older than us. They're more games experienced than us. Uh, but other than that, we're pretty even, So, which surprises me. So I guess we do have a few players that make us closer in that way in age and stuff like that, Gov and Nick Nat and all that. But 
Yeah, look, I was surprised I've only got two players that have played 200 games or more. Who's that, the Geelong? Uh, Geelong, yeah. Oh, yeah, they've, they've managed to turn their team around a bit in the last two years, two or three years. They've actually been fortunate. They've kept senior players, but they've added good young players in since Brian Myers got in there. So every year they seem to add one or two players to come in with the experience that's already there, and, and I think they've done it pretty well. But they are ageing. They they're definitely ageing. But um, they've still got some good young players in there. you got to give it to Geelong. They've always been around the mark. You know, I think they've played in more finals than any other team in the last 10 years. Yeah. They've played in more prelims than anyone in the last 10 years. And I think they've played in more grand finals than anyone. Mm. Yeah. They've only won the one. Mm. But you got to, you know, they... They're probably changing the guard, like you said now. They've got a few players that probably won't be there in two years, like a, a Hawkins and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but Duncan won't be there in two years. There's a few others. Uh, Isaac uh, Smith. D- Dangerfield, Hawkins, Selwood's already gone. Yeah. Um, so Cameron's starring, but he's 30 this year. Um, they've he, got, uh, players that aren't in there, Menangola, they've got a very – Old list. Um, so you've, I found, and I, I'll put my hand up, I'm always waiting for them to drop off because you knew it would be quite a severe drop off. But they just haven't. Um, last year they played a standing, and players you talked about bringing in, um, like players like Stengel, they're not performing to the level they did last year. So they're relying on, I think Jeremy Cameron's the only player I, th- I would put my hand up and say that's really playing well for them. Other than that, a lot of them have declined a little bit. And one thing I was happy with the Eagles on the weekend, even though we got smashed, we did keep on trying to take the game on. We didn't go in our shell and just possess. We did keep taking on. So I think that's a good attitude to have. Sometimes you're going to get exploited until you get the games under your belt and really nail that game plan. But I'd love for us to do it again against the Cats because that's the only way I could actually see us beating them is by being quick and going by foot and hand. Um, and getting it in to our forwards because their defenders aren't as great as they were last year. Tom Stewart's back now, but he's not at the same level. But he's been injured, you know. So we can't go into our shell and go, right, we're playing the reigning premiers. We need to attack and keep attacking and just hope Lady Luck is on our side a little bit and we can get a win. Well, we have a look at the injuries for both teams before we go on to the possible lineups. But Geelong... They've only got a few players on their uh, injury list. Uh, Sam Menangola, he's four to six weeks away. Jack Henry, he's out with a foot, so he'll probably be the rest of the year. Toby Conway is the same in the rest of the year. And Sam DeConing, he'll probably come back against us unless he played against. We're recording this while uh, Geelong are playing Hawthorne. Um, Geelong are up now, so I well, don't know if he got in the game. Was he? Is he listed in the game? Not, he's not. He's not. So he's a test. He had concussion, but it was a bad concussion. And then you go to the wings clipped Eagles. Well. Jesus Christ, we don't really need to go into him, but we will. Wibberton should be a test, so he could come back in. Harry Edwards was a test. He could come back in. Campbell Chesser, <coughs> excuse me, Campbell Chesser, he's out for a few weeks. Uh, Ryan's out for a few weeks. Virgil played at the Waffle on the weekend, so he did all right off the halfback flank. Showed some flashes, didn't he? He was yep. good on the weekend. Uh, come Jamison will probably come back through the Waffle this week. Nick Natnui, well, who knows when he's going to play. McGovern's about six weeks. Shuey's about three weeks. Cripps is the rest of the year. Um, and Dom Sheed, he's got a, what is it, a fractured larynx. Yeah. 
So the prognosis there is one to two weeks. So he's already missed the one week. So because he got it late on Friday, probably won't play against Adelaide. Um, the f- thing is, will we staying in Adelaide because we play Port Adelaide the week after from memory? Uh, yeah, we are staying So, there. you know, it's going to be interesting what they do there with players. So when you look at the possible lineups, I don't think there's going to be too much change from the Eagles side for next week against mm. Geelong. And yep. I can't see too much change for Ge- Geelong side. No, I agree. I don't. I think our team, look, just looking at what we had yesterday, not that I'm aware there were too many injuries yesterday that I'm aware of, unless Bailey Williams had that had a bit of a bit of a soreness apparently. But otherwise, looking at the list, if we brought someone in, we may may bring. Well, we don't. But you, Tom Cole's you, injured. Is he? He's uh, had ice on the front foot, and they're thinking it might be Cindermoses. Yeah, right. So if it is, depending on scans. Mm. Which they'll do tomorrow. He could be another guy sidelined for a few few weeks, and he's only just come back. So. Well, if it's syndemosis, he's going to be out for multiple weeks. That's if it is syndemosis. Yeah. He is icing up the front of the ankle, which is that that tendon. So, be interesting. I know that you're saying the club thinks Bazo's not ready, but he played pretty well on that waffle game. We we all watched that game on the on the um, the feedback the other day. He's someone who possibly come in because we, we're going to look. We're going to need another tool to play on. You've got. Barras will definitely play on probably Hawkins, and then you need someone who's going to play on Jeremy Cameron. Jeremy Cameron's their key. I mean, he's just an absolute gun who can run anywhere on the ground, up and down the ground. Big test if Bazo does come in because that would be his fitness. That would be the worry there. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I don't see what we had on the weekend. I just don't see who else is going to be able to come in. Barnett's not ready. He got better as the game went on in the resis, but he's certainly definitely not ready. Um, Zane True, maybe he had a really good. I thought he had a pretty good game in the. He's had a good preseason. Yeah, he's he, had a really good. He he's maybe, had a red hot crack. Look, he may be one that could come in. You know, he could come in for. He might. They might even leave one of the younger guys out as the sub. I, 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 I think Rotham should stay in. I think he needs to stay in. I think we need the experience yep. in there, especially in that back line, especially with Cameron and maybe in your favourite spot for him, Dan in the ruck. Yeah, yeah. That second ruckman. That's it. I think they might keep him out there since he broke his arm. I hope not because uh, he competes around the ground. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree with Bazo. He took a few intercept marks. By all accounts, their club say he's not ready, but I'd love to see him get a game um, just because they're quite tall there. And Cameron's playing up the ground a lot, like even in the midfields. So maybe you just go, I want not just defender, I want you to tag when he's up forward. I want you to be a defender when you're down back. Officially, like I've said it before and been slammed for it, but I reckon they're the same thing. Forwards get tagged every week, in my opinion, is the Fed's job. But then that's when Elliot Yo is like, well, he's your player. He comes off, you come off. He goes on, you go back on. And you just, you know, follow him the whole time. If it's in the midfield, you follow him there. Get it, And then um, have Bazo intercepting. Uh, he's learnt from Barass, he's learnt from Gov. He did a few good intercepts on the weekend. Does get a bit of height in there. And Witherden, I think he did enough the first few rounds, even though he's not favourites of some people listening out there. But I think he did enough to warrant a game. Um, it's always a sub that's going to be an interesting one, but I I only expect him one or two changes, sadly. Would you think Big Harry comes in? Harry Edwards? Yep. He can play ruck. He can play defence. Yeah. Is he too slow for up for up in defence? I think with him and Barash, you've got some, two guys who are the same pace and probably the same type of player. 
Um, I think Harry struggles. Harry would have to play down f- um, full back, mm. and Tom would have to play centre half back. I would think, and I think Tom would struggle out centre half back. He's, re- I think he's struggling this year. He's had a one good game. He did a few good things on the weekend, but I think he's struggling. But if that's the case, Harry he had nine intercepts on the weekend. People uh, did uh, yeah, forget yeah. that he had nine intercepts. He, he wasn't at the standard we've seen from Barras, but he was better than the last two weeks. Yeah. But I do agree. Um, I don't know how bad the ankle was an ankle injury. Edwards at training yeah. wasn't. It? I don't yeah. know how bad that is. Do you know what I mean? And because he obviously didn't play waffle being injured, I don't know where he is at currently right now. But he's more of that lockdown defender. So if Tom Hawkins is deep, Tom Hawkins hasn't had the greatest start to the year, the season. So you could put him on there and then free Brass up to play that more gov role where yeah. your interception, uh, play him into form if you know what I mean. Like don't let a uh, forward, you know, kick multiple goals on him. Free him up, make him intercept, make him replay. And that's how I'll use Edwards as say, right, Edwards, you on Hawkins and just – yeah. And to defend, play one-on-one, you know, don't sag, don't zone. And you like hearing that, you defend and you defend on that player. Even though Hawkins gave him a bath last year when we played him here because I was at that game and uh, Harry struggled against him and in and the Richmond game he played full back on Lynch and got, got yeah, carded I as well. I remember that one so, too. Um, well, I'm going to go on be, the Geelong. That, that would be the only way I reckon we could get someone in that defence. I'm going to look at – I'm going to name what I reckon the Geelong side will be. The back line will be O'Connor, Ragadalia, Tui, Collins Jagni, whatever how do you ever say it. Colin, yeah, Colin. Uh, Tom Stewart and Zach Guffrey. Your Isaac Smith on the wings with Mitch Duncan and Biblax, but I think Biblax might be a bit sore from the game. Then um, forward line, look, their forward line's pretty good when you look at it. Stengel, Hawkins, Cameron, Myers, Dangerfield, and Brad Close. Uh, followers, you, you got Reece Stanley in the ruck. Cameron Guffrey, Tom Atkins. Tom, Tom Atkins, he's one of these unsung heroes, mate. Without him, they don't win the grand final. Um, and then they've got Buse, Bowes, Holmes, Rowan, Bruin, Oliver Henry, uh, John Segler they can bring in. So they've got a good list still. You know, it is older, but they've still got a good list. And, yeah. you know, if the Eagles uh, don't put the pressure on, they could play them into form. I hate to disagree with you, Was, and I don't do this on air very often, but uh, – I think Cats could have sent their trainers in <laughs> and won that grand final. Like Swans just did not turn up. You said without Atkins, but oh, yeah, they but I mean, they Ak- could have they wouldn't have got there. Atkins, yeah, over he had year. a great year. I'll but, rephrase that. Over the year, he yeah. was one of their better performers. Yeah, Swans uh, was one of the most lacking finals we've seen in a while, wasn't it? Hmm. Uh, just with the Cats, there. I'm always worried because I say it and I jinx the waffle team. I tend to jinx things on this podcast a lot, but they are not in good form. Stengel is not playing like he did last year. Tom Hawkins, they're talking about getting a mini preseason into him because he had no preseason and then he got the moon boot off and was playing round one. <coughs> so he hasn't been the same player. And one player I think we need to expose and go through every chance we get. Sorry. <coughs> So I don't know if it's going to be Oscar out. I don't know if it's going to be um, Darling. But Radigalera, he does some fancy things on the footy field, but he leaks goals bad. So I think whoever, whatever match, if it's Waterman even, whoever Radigalera on, we've got to isolate that one-on-one, and that's where we've got to go through. See, he's not used to playing back. They only started doing that last year, and he was never in the best 22 last year either playing in that position. He played ruck, pinch-hitting ruck, and played forward. 
And I've noticed that like teams are getting a hold of them. Um, uh, Lacocious from Suns. Yeah. yeah, he had his best game, and Raddy Galera was on him a lot, and I think he kicked five career high five goals. So this isn't just based on you know one game. This is this whole season. So that's where I think we got to win that game. As long as we can break even in the midfield, don't need to win it, but we need to find the weak. What's the saying? You're only as strong as your weakest link, and we've got to expose that weak link, and I think that's going to be Radical Lira in defence because uh, the other defenders are pretty good, a lot of all Australians. Um, and I, as I said, I'm hoping it's an Oscar Allen matchup and we can get it into him a lot. Well, I rephrase Eagles uh, playing him in the form because uh, Geelong just got played in the form by Hawthorne. Hawthorne so, Big time. Um, so... It's going to be an interesting game, like we said. Where, where, where are we going to win it? Like, let, let's not be honest. We, we, we got, we got the younger team, less experience. There's not going to be too many changes. Where can we beat the Cats to win this game? Where, where on the field are we going to? Is it going to be pressure? Is it going to be full on run for more than two quarters? That's that's the whole thing you just said there. Full on run for more than two quarters. Where can we beat them? I don't think we can beat them. I don't think there's too many positions on the ground at the moment that we could win. Maybe we could win at that full forward area, but their defence, um, Tom Stewart is probably the <laughs> probably the best at the. He's probably the best um, intercept player, smaller player going in the competition. Um, and then they throw, chuck down Zach too. He can run from half back, kicks for sixty meter goals. Um, Radicalur is Radicalur is a an absolute find down there for the back. I think De Koning will come back in. If he's fit, he'll come back in. He'll add that extra height back well, in see, there. See, I, I agree with Dan. I think Radicali is a weak link down back. Well, I think he's I think he's a fine because he's been playing forward all these years. This is their first year they've had him in defence and he's I reckon he's just he's come he's come along as a player in my opinion as a as a defender. Well, I, I don't I he, have, he looks I, goals I in, but he leaks goals. I watched him in the first mm. half there. He was dominating. The, the even though Hawks were in front uh, I watched that first half and he was dominating and he was holding him up. So, uh, Yeah, the only thing I'll say that with Hawks, they don't really have that power forward. <clears throat> so anyone with a bit of height up forward, uh, I just found they've been exposing him and I watched the Suns game and just whoever was on him, they were, they were just exposing him. But he's a fancy. Like, what he does is good. It's just defending isn't one of them. And I would I would back, if he was on, Ed, um, yeah, if Oscar, he's on Oscar, I would back Oscar every day of yeah. the week. Um, look, you said four line to me. For us to win it, we've just got to remain competitive. We up until the second half of Melbourne game, we we had the best uh, contested ball for three years. Mm. Uh, it just fell away in that second half. And if we can even or better the contested ball, I think we say in the game a lot more than what you know. I'm not expecting us to win. But I, I can see it's not be, not being a blowout if we play contested footy, and if they just back themselves and run a bit more, you know, we got exposed on turnovers, and every team has been exposed on turnovers at some point during this year. Even Melbourne, when in, in the game they lost, um, you can get exposed if you're not willing to run both ways. So. For me, for the Eagles, I just want them to be competitive and apply the pressure for longer and win that contested ball, and I don't think it'll be a blowout. I hope it's not a blowout. Um, the, <laughs> Wayne's <laughs> getting out the whiteboard, so yeah. the coach is I coming show out. show you something there. <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's funny because I don't rate 
Geelong right now, in the small sample size we've seen, they're not Melbourne and they're not Collingwood. They're on the bottom of the ladder. Yeah. Obviously, they've just got off now from beating Hawthorne, but they have been. So, to me, you still can't end us. They're still the reigning premiers. Um, they're still going in with a lot, you touched on the injury list, a lot healthier list. So I don't expect to win, but I just want a lot more contested, a lot more, um, just a, a better game to watch as a spectator, you know what I mean? Like, I want to watch a game that, like, you say, oh, geez, we're a chance here. We could win this game, you know? And that's what I want. And I, I don't think it's too silly to um, think that's what we should get. Yeah, we should go in heavily underdogs, but we shouldn't go in thinking we're going to get destroyed, nor should we really get destroyed. All right. Are you doing your coach's thing this week? Your coach's corner thing? This is my coach's corner thing coming right <laughs> up now. All right, pretty here the, we go. Pretty the camera's not on here. So you can see I've got my board here. What I'd like to see, my biggest thing I had problem yesterday is accountability in it, accountability in our defensive line. When when the transition comes in, uh, when the transition comes from the, oppo- the opposition, they transition, we are all back here. So you can explain to people. Four, so there's our... Our centre line, all our players are forward of the centre line here. Whereas if you look at Melbourne, they always kept a guy here and a guy there. So, so when transition where? went running from people, people can't see oh, this. Sorry. So, so 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 they had they always had two players between the centre line and probably the just over the fifty metre line there. Mm-hmm. They always had two players there, right? And we, we had all our players forward of that, those two players. We had a couple of guys standing on there. As soon as Melbourne did the transition from their alpha forward line down here, run, run, these guys, bang, bang, run like that. So they're running straight over the centre line into their 50 metre, into their forward half. Our guys all left back here. They kick it long to that guy and they had two or three guys multiple times and you would have seen that open because I was always going crook. Yeah. Who's not running back? Who's, who's not being accountable for these players? And they had gold. I would like us this week to see... If being a coach, being our young players is right, let's set up like an arrow situation. We've got a guy here on the centre line here. We don't have three players though past this centre this centre line here. One there on that wing, one that wing, and one here just behind the centre line there, who's going to be the conductor of everything. So you so don't when want that ball comes back. So we've got so out of eighteen players, we can have fifteen players down that forward line. If they cannot sort it themselves out with fifteen players in that forward line, there's something wrong. So what Wayne's trying to explain there for those who can't see is the old build the wall. Yeah. Right? So when it's in our forward line and they get it out, we've got to have people not all the way down. So there's a wall there. Yeah. So when the ball wall does go up, over the wall, you've got people to run onto it. So that's, that's right. basically what Wayne's trying to explain. And against Melbourne, yeah, the wall wasn't there because it, we were too – everyone was sucked into that everyone's forward arc. Forward. Yeah. Everyone's running forward. So that's what I'd like to see this week. Look, I don't expect us to beat Geelong. I think they'll overrun us like Melbourne did. But have you got a, have you got a positional change? Positional <laughs> change for this week, my big positional change would be um, I'll probably have, because of the numbers we've got at the moment, uh, it would be Rhett Bazo coming in to play yep. in that half-back line. All right. Yep, uh, it's two weeks in a row. I've liked it. I agree 100%. I think uh, we really lack tools and they've got two of the best tools in the comp, even if yep. Hawkins is off the boil a little bit. 
what we might do is get Wayne on TikTok to do a video presentation of that. And, uh, <laughs> That's so actually not a bad so idea. It's on, it's on my basketball. <laughs> yeah. So um, anyway, guys, look, we're, we're playing in Adelaide. We're going to be there for a couple of weeks. Um, it's going to be interesting if they take half the squad over there or if they're going to keep them and fly them over late. Um, the Waffle got to play this week. Um, so I can't see too many changes. You guys say Bazo. I'm thinking you, you could be right. It's either him or it's Big Harry Edwards. I think there will be a defender come in. Mm. I can't see any more change to the team unless there is an injury that we don't know about, say one of the runners or midfielders. So I, I think Witherden will come in if he's if he's concussion free. That's my opinion. Um, you know, some of these younger guys, one of them might get dropped. Who knows? But it'd be interesting to see. We've got to give it a red hot crack. That's all we can ask for. Yep. And um, so, guys, thanks for joining in on Bounce Down. Hopefully, oh, before we go, winner and margin. Um, I all- think Cats by, I'm going to go 23. And just quietly, I hope we don't take our whole squad over there for the sake of our bloody waffle side. Yeah. If you need an emergency, fly him out the day after. Yeah. or da- I mean, day before. Day after is not going to help. The day before. Because... God, it'd be good just to get another two, three players back in that waffle side. Yeah. yeah. I think Cats by 40 points. I'm going Cats by conservative 23. So, um, hmm. you know, I was going to say upset of the year. At half time, I was thinking that. I wish you did. Help, help boy <laughs> us a bit. Yeah. Um, but anyway, look, uh, join us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Go to Linktree and download any of the shows from there. Um, spread the word around. Um, uh, send us in some questions or messages if you want. Uh, we're loving the messages we're getting. Uh, good feedback from you guys. And um, until next week, go Eagles. Go Eagles. Our fortress be